0: I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me let us humbly confess our sins unto almighty God almighty and most merciful father we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep we have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts we have offended against thy holy laws we have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done and there is no health in us
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalms 15 on page 357 and Psalm 92 on page 455. Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill?
1: Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth a thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart.
0: He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandered his neighbor.
1: He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord.
0: He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointed him not, though it were to his own hindrance.
1: He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent.
0: Whoso doeth these things shall never fall.
1: Psalm 92. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest.
0: To tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season.
1: Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the lute, upon a loud instrument, and upon the harp.
0: For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operation of thy hands.
1: O Lord, how glorious are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep,
0: an unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it.
1: When the ungodly are green as the grass, when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art the Most Highest evermore.
0: For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed.
1: But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of a unicorn. For I am anointed with fresh oil.
0: Mine eye also shall see his lust of mine enemies. And mine ears shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me.
1: The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. And spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon.
0: Such as are planted in the house of the Lord. Shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God.
1: They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age. And shall be fat and well-liking.
0: That they may show how true the Lord my strength is and if there is no unrighteousness in him.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here began at the fifth verse of the 17th chapter of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, "Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord; for he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes." but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. As a partridge that broods but does not hatch, so is he who gets riches but not by right. They will leave him in the midst of his days. At, the end, at his end he will be a fool. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall not be ashamed. Those who depart from me shall be written in the earth, because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of all living waters. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Here end the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: He began at the 10th chapter, First Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. But they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness." Now these things became our examples, to the intent that we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. And do not become idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in one day twenty thousand fell. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain, as some of them also complained, and were destroyed by the destroyer now all these things happen to them as examples and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man but god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it here endeth the second lesson and make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O Lord, who for our sake did fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that, our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, Mm. and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy of lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good evening everyone just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons we see here with our lessons tonight and our lessons from this morning prayer and as well as our epistle and gospel from the Eucharist this morning are all tied along with the collect for the week with emphasizing what is going on with Jesus fasting and his connection with temptation and so this is a a good time as we are beginning our our Lenten disciplines we've had a few days to sort of ramp up into it and you know for for a lot of us we can always already see the areas that we're going to struggle with and possibly other areas are that aren't as hard as we thought they were going to be and so this is a valuable time to to relook at what we're doing this Lenten season and why we're doing it how it actually works one of the the benefits of fasting from food and these types of things is that none are no food is intrinsically evil in and of itself they're all typically good things these things that we enjoy and take pleasure in but by trying to fast from these things we learn a lot about ourselves i'm often reminded of of something my greek teacher told us whenever we were taking a test to not get stressed out about this test Don't worry about the grade, he would say. These tests are more of a diagnostic, something that you can, shows you, the student, how well you understand these things and where you need to do more work on. And that's something that's always stuck with me about fasting, is that it's a way to test ourselves and see where we struggle with, especially in, our ability to endure things to to maintain a a focus on god so often and typically when we eat we're not doing this in defiance of god we're not sinning when we eat yet when we try to abstain and try to Focus on God we can see how weak we really are when we can't even go you know a day with having without having this this thing that we we want that we crave you know be it a a type of food be it a type of drink or what have you this struggle that we have with denying ourselves something is a lesson for all of us to learn because in this simple way we can see how weak we truly are and how reliant we have to be on god to get through things that truly do matter and so this is something that we see in our lessons today tonight in jeremiah for example trusting in ourselves and trying to trust in the things of this world to fulfill the desires that we have because ultimately, our desire is actually for God himself. And we instead go for the easy path. We have this desire for ultimate goodness and joy, and we try to fill it with temporary pleasures that can't ever fulfill that desire, that will always come up short. And the, the pernicious evil that's happening to us whenever we succumb to these things is that we're looking for fulfillment these things don't fulfill us and instead of turning to god in, instead we turn to this stuff we need more of this stuff we need this more of this thing or we need this other thing this thing didn't work so i'm going to go for this other thing instead of realizing that the only thing that can truly fulfill and sustain us is god himself And so these are valuable lessons to learn. And at the same time, we have these opportunities on Sundays, for example, to relax the the fast, where we can then take pleasure in the thing for its own sake. One of the problems with our idolatry of things of this world is that it's an affront to God but it's also an affront to the thing that we're after, because we're, we've idolized it and set it up to be something that it can never be, instead of taking pleasure and accepting it and loving it as the thing that it actually is. So there's just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590, and we will first take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intentions.